You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of December 2nd, 2018. This is episode 102. From that city by the Sailor Sea, I am AJ Barce. And look, Ma, I found my voice back. It's Chris Powell. On this episode, AJ and I are continuing our season of less with eliminating things you can't necessarily donate or throw away. In this case, we're letting go of various software, media content, and more. Heat up some peppermint tea, why don't you? And settle into that sofa. It's that time once again. This is the Bellingham Podcast. Mm, that sultry baritone voice. I missed you, Chris. I'm back. No, I, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> it's good to be back. How are you doing, AJ? Good. How are you doing? Seriously. Uh, yeah, back from the dead. Uh, last week was a heck of a week. Uh, as we're recording this, last week was Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, when you, when you power down a windows computer, you hit that start button and then you choose shut down yeah. and then you click. Okay. Right. Uh, someone clicked. Okay. And my body just started turning <laughs> off its essential processes. And I went home, uh, in the afternoon, crawled into my bed. It's like the blues brothers mobile when it arrives at the cook County Whoop. courthouse and it, I collapsed. And 18 hours later, I, I awoke yeah. and, uh, my body needed to heal. And I had a little bit of a chest cold. Had a fever uh, and was knocked out for Thanksgiving and quarantined myself so family didn't get it. But, you know, I'm seeing and observing a lot of people getting whatever this crud is. <coughs> that thing. That it thing. It starts like that yeah. and it just gets worse. So anyway, it's good to be back. I'm so happy to have my voice back as opposed to the the gangster voice that I normally Dude, have. you did sound like the godfather. Like uh, I, I felt bad for you. In a lot of ways. But thank you. Anyway, yeah. let's get to the show. Yes. 102, if you will. <laughs> let's talk about, uh, let's do a little housekeeping. So housekeeping. Uh, so when I did that station break, we had had this episode planned, but uh, some other things I wanted to loop in because it's been two weeks. Uh, two and a half weeks ago, we put out a, a, a plug like, hey, we're looking for community partners. We're not looking for advertising. Um, but if anybody was interested, reach out to Chris Powell and I. And reach out, all of you did. Oh, yes. Hey, <laughs> um, how's it going out there? <laughs> so we got we got a lot of interest. Uh, thank you, everybody. Yes, um, thank you. We do apologize between the holidays and Chris getting sick and I got getting sick. Uh, I felt bad. We did have a good amount of interest and it took me uh, and Chris uh, at least a good two weeks to read through them, do some research on, on everybody before reaching back out. We are sending out emails to everybody who, who did reach out. Thank you so much for your interest. There might be something budding in the future. And if we do, uh, we'll let everybody know because again, uh, the Bellingham podcast. Uh, and this also is brought to you by AJ Barsay and Chris Powell because we don't do advertising. <laughs> <laughs> but we are, uh, there is a potential community partner that does align with the show. And if that does uh, flourish, you all will know upfront about it. And if it does, we're excited for it. But yes. anyway, uh, I just want to put that out uh, because th there were a lot of listeners of the show that were looking to support the show. And uh, we, it's greatly appreciated. Segway. We got another podcast shout out. Indeed. <laughs> so there are these two guys down in Oregon uh, and they're, they're a, a new, new podcast. They're part of the watch fam and they're called the 40 and 20 podcast. I started listening to them and in the scope uh, so, sup, watch fam. Hey, watch fam. So in the scope of the watch fam, you've got, um, you've got a wide range of tones when it comes to shows. You've got like uh, Hodinky Radio kind of on the top end. Uh, they're talking Patek Philippe and all of these other six-figure type stuff. You've got Two Broke Watch Stop, which is the more affordable and explicit tag. 
type of show. And then you got like worn and wound. They're kind of in the middle there. And I kind of feel 40 and 20 falls in between the middle. Like they talk about they're they're I think they're the goods. Mm-hmm. Um, they, as a matter of fact, they called out us as uh, our, uh, we're their kind of people. Uh, and they're, they're very, uh, there's a hook to the analog explorer there, but I'll talk about that later. But the hosts talk about watches and the watch fam and design elements but in a real sense. And they also bring in a little bit of history and stuff. It's not just all uh, nyuk nyuk jokes, but it's not all like, you know, oh, this this one Patek Philippe that only exists in the great sands of Saudi Arabia. Like, it's not it's not too over the top in, in coverage. It's just, it's just, it's like if we did a, a watch show, honestly, Pretty much. Chris. And I, and I took a listen to a couple 40 and 20 episodes. Uh, good on you guys. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the party, pal, <laughs> yeah. to use a diehard reference. Uh, one of the things that I noticed in the podcast Diet of Life, you got your filet mignon steaks, those podcasts that, really me- that, that, that are really meaty, lots of information. And then you got your Twinkies, the ones that are just kind of like, <laughs> eh, you know, that's great. Great con- consumption. But I'm going to, I'm going to go on out on a limb here, all right? I'm going to say that 40, 20, 40 and 20 is chicken carbonara. Chicken carbonara? Healthy, tasty, oh, okay. and yet uh, visually appealing <laughs> in a lot of ways. So uh, good on you. Keep up yeah. the, good, the good work. Let's see you at 100 uh, in, yeah. a, in a couple years. Uh, keep up the good work. And yeah, yeah it's gra- glad you're aboard, guys. And, and glad that, uh, yeah, because they talked about our workflow, which yes. is really cool. Um, uh, yeah, so if you're ever, uh, I, I would like to throw this out because we do this uh, every so often. If uh, guys, 40 and 20, if you're ever in Bellingham, the city of subdued excitement, uh, you have a standing invite. First rounds on us. That's right. We got yeah. We got the first round, and then uh, lots of conversation and merriment will ensue. <laughs> Trust us. Yeah. All right. Let's let's talk about an information diet, shall we? Yeah, Chris. Uh, we you know the fall season has been one where we have eliminated things, physical things from our life, whether it's monetarily uh, compensated for putting it on the bay or elsewhere or the list. Uh, and <clears throat> I'm still clearing my throat because my voice isn't back <laughs> anyway. And then there's also just donating or disposing of things. But there's also some things you really can't get rid of. They're more the tangible things in, in a digital format. And we've in, in prior episodes, we've talked about the information diet. And what that means is what do you consume from an auditory or visual standpoint that uh, is how you spend your time and your day. For me, uh, I took a look in this as we're you know getting ramped up for this recording. Once I was conscientious out of the Nyquil haze, I realized I wasn't watching much TV. Watching much TV, not a lot of uh, television shows, and some of those streaming services that we may be talking about in a little bit. Uh, not really spending a lot of time on there or movies for that matter, because quite frankly. I'm looking at you, insensitive movie attendee that's talking on their phone or yakking loudly during quiet parts of a movie. I don't really go to the cinema that much. And when I do, it's usually the local independent uh, house, but that's a different story. You know what? You know what I'm really um, spending more time on watching visually other than my wife? Um, the the lack of light that we have. In yeah, that too. Ways. No, I'm actually uh, tuning into YouTube more. What? Yeah. yeah. You know, YouTube has so many channels or people that are uploading content, and we don't want to deal with the statistics about how there's more content uploaded than there is time in I- existence. Right. But there's a couple channels that I've found and discovered through, you know, that little sidebar of things you might be interested in mm-hmm. when you're watching a video. Uh, Tasty 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, by BuzzFeed, I believe. Uh, It it does this wonderful overhead uh, videos of how you prepare a a meal or a dish. Short form videos, too. Short form, about two to three minutes. And sure, it's rapid fire motion. You have to hit pause many times to go, okay, was that a quarter teaspoon or tablespoon of cayenne pepper? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, Tasty is a channel that you might want to check out. Also, for those of you that are mu- uh, mu- enjoying music, Frog Leap Studios. Now, this one I don't know. Oh, but if you knew, you would know. <laughs> Frog Leap Studios is a guy. I believe he's in Norway, and he is an amazing guitarist. His name's Leo, an amazing musician. And what he does is he takes popular pop, uh, pop songs, grunge songs, disco songs, whatever have you. One of the early, uh, one of the latest ones is the theme to SpongeBob SquarePants, but <laughs> okay. it is in a Cookie Monster death metal <laughs> kind of uh, song. And he creates the entire song, drums, guitars, bass, vocals, and all. I thoroughly enjoy the metal versions of Hello from the Other Side by Adele. Oh, whoa. My, my aforementioned wife doesn't want to hear that version because she likes the original Adele version. Anyway, Frog Leap Studios, whenever they come out with a new video, I thoroughly enjoy it. Marcus Brownlee, uh, he's also known as MKBHD. As far as a tech uh, video blogger, mm-hmm. par excellence. Very easygoing. Very, uh, he's non-polarizing. He gives it to you straight. And he's got some smooth... Uh, qualities to him. I dig his approaches to uh, technology, even though he's talking about the new shiny sure. in almost every video. <laughs> but I enjoy his approach and I enjoy the 8K, what is it, 64K video cameras that he's oh, shooting wow. with. Yeah, no, it's really high def. Uh, how long are his videos? Uh, it can go from, you know, five minutes to about 20 to 30 minutes. Okay, so a little bit longer. For yeah, him. yeah, okay. exactly. And then also there's a, a, a channel called Postmodern Jukebox. Oh, yeah. For the music of Scott fans Bradley. out there. Yes. And you take these popular songs from yesteryear and you regroove them into either a bebop jazz or a sultry 40s blues mm-hmm. kind of thing. And uh, I thoroughly enjoy their interpretations because when you have a popular song, I love the talent that people have to take the chord progressions and the hooks and the riffs and turning into something of a different genre. Funny thing about Postmodern Jukebox, they are coming to the Mount Baker Theater <gasps> in Bellingham uh, soon, or maybe they already have. And I think, it's, I think it's in December. But anyway, Postmodern <laughs> Jukebox, um, if you happen to Google them or check them out on YouTube, that's what I'm listening to. So I've taken up way too much time of this uh, as far as my information diet. Uh, as far as news, I'm really not consuming that much. I think Don't blame I, you. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be privy to less and less news on TV, on the internet, and uh, elsewhere. If it's important, people will probably tell me. Welcome to my side. There you go. Yes. and uh, But once a day, I will check Google News because its algorithm gives me an interesting take on what I've clicked on and, and due to my account's location, local news. Yeah, no, that's valid. And so I can read about news stories in Bellingham or at least the headlines. Yeah. Or Skagit. I mean, this area. Sure. Uh, The northwest of the northwest. So I I will check a Google News algorithm just to see, okay, has anything gone under nuclear attack? And usually I'll scroll through and and bypass the Kardashians and Kanye and all this other stuff and any sports injuries that might have occurred. And then I move on with my day. But podcasts. Yes. Something we know very well. I know I'm just a little bit. And, you know, I'm an active podcast listener. I've I've replaced my hard rock uh, commute with uh, listening to other people on my morning commute. It's like having someone talk to me uh, on my way. 
I found that there are three new podcasts that I've enjoyed listening to. Uh, one is Zigzag. Hmm. Zigzag is a fairly new podcast. They're in their second season, but how can you define a season? Um, Manush Zamarodi used to be the host of WNYC's Note to Self. Yeah. And now she and her, the producer of that podcast, Jen Poyant, uh, have created this very intelligent uh women-focused, women-empowering podcast about, you know, straight-up journalism, um, life in the 21st century, and uh, I I find it to be very entertaining and informative. Yeah. And they're very professional, and I like hearing people use complete sentences and a well-thought-out, well-researched comment. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, Also, uh, Mozilla... The company that makes Firefox, they have an IRL yeah. uh, podcast, which is in real life, and it's it's technology and, and security and uh, ways to be. Turns out Manoush is hosting this season of that IRL. Oh, cool. She gets around. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, I've enjoyed that as well. And then there's a podcast that I stumbled onto called The Future of Cities. Yeah, this one I don't know. I didn't know it until before. It's it's actually sponsored by a, a huge worldwide construction company, hmm. which is rather interesting. And so they'll have uh, Calterra, I believe. And so they'll embed some of their content in there in, in who they interview and other uh, potential conflicts of interest. But not, that notwithstanding, it's a really interesting look into where we're headed in uh, the megalopolises. Is that the correct term? Or uh, just cities in general. And, you know, I've found a couple of episodes interesting about uh, autonomous driving cars. And just not just like, oh, I get my own chauffeur, but what can you do in that time? It's a really good thought exercise. And so I've enjoyed that podcast. So, AJ, what the heck are you consuming in your information diet? Well, I I am consuming the Bellingham podcast on KMRE 102.3 FM. Hello. Power with my new voice back. <laughs> Community radio here in the heart in the city of subdued excitement. So I've been hitting up YouTube a little bit as well. And it's interesting because a lot of Patreon folk, you know, are migrating from like YouTube and that whole monetization uh, method over to Patreon, which is cool. But anyway, there's one guy that I stumbled on and I recognized, I recognized like his style and his name, but I couldn't quite place him until he made a reference to something. Something about the minimalists, yes. the minimalists. Yeah, those um, guys. And I, uh, Matt, I think it's Dia. Matt Diavella. Matt Diavella. And if that name sounds familiar, he is the filmmaker behind the minimalists documentary called uh, Minimalism on Minimalism on Netflix. That's right. And it, it was funny because, like, um, you and I have talked about that f- flick so many times, but. One thing that I appreciate is the way that that thing is filmed mm-hmm. and how their stories were told. And Matt is that guy. Yep. And anyway, so he has a YouTube channel that I stumbled upon and his YouTube channel is equally as good. He is an excellent storyteller. Preach. And there's this one that I would recommend everybody watch. It's called A Day in a Life of a Minimalist. Yep. And he even pokes fun at himself. It, like, it's just, it's great. It's real. It's, it's more of a less glorified look of minimalism. And he himself talks about the fact that his now fiance, spoiler alert, fiance is not a minimalist. Right. So it's really interesting to watch because it's not about, oh, I'm a minimalist and I'm a minimalist and this is what you should do. Like it's more of a realistic look of a young couple who is also minimalist and a darn good uh, videographer. Actually, yeah. And he, and you know, when you talk about a minimalist wardrobe, he got a lot of flack. He, he had a, a <laughs> 24 recent t-shirts. Video. That's right. <clears throat> and talking about, you know, your, your uniform, your life uniform, yeah. how you approach 
uh, the, the holiday season. This is the stuff we've talked about in audio form, but he has a wonderful way of crafting a story and editing content. And it, it's really an eight or nine minute video that is well received and he's gotten a pretty good following, not yeah. just from this documentary, but also just in what he's putting out there. He got you, mm-hmm. he's gotten a, a, a number of other people as well. And yeah. you know, you could tell he's humble. Yeah. I think you know one of the things that has endeared him to me, endeared me to him, endeared him to me, <laughs> is that on his uh, podcast, which is called The Ground, the Ground Up, Up Show, Show. Which is something else I was going to recommend. Right. Um, sorry for stealing your thing. That's a fine. He, his moonshot or his utopian ultimate goal is to get The Rock on his yes. podcast. Yes. Yeah, I caught that. And there's so many, like there's a hashtag get rock on the, po- uh, in the on Ground <laughs> Up Show. Uh, it's quite humorous. And, you know, it's nice to have someone, that, to watch someone or take time watching someone that has a little bit of humility and has yeah. is a little self-effacing. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, check out Matt Diavella's uh, channel on YouTube. But please, continue. Yeah. So that's that's kind of it on in YouTube land. I mean, there's a few other things that I watch, which is like uh, uh, WatchFinder and Co. But I, I've mentioned a few of these before on, on other shows, so I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, I did want to throw out the Hodinky Radio podcast. Uh, they're doing a stellar job. The, the, the crew at Hodinky have their own podcast, and they call it Hodinky Radio. And they bring on a whole bunch of different people within the watch fam, um, usually celebrities and stuff. But there's one that the, the most recent one that came out at the time of this recording is an interview with Matt Jacobson, which if that name sounds familiar, it actually comes from the tech sphere because he was like employee number six of Facebook. There you go. Um, he's big in the watch fam. And it was interesting listening to that interview because it was, he's he sounds like a very down to earth guy, but he's, I mean, he's influential in the tech sphere. But what's interesting is he's also a surfer and he talks about like the surf culture and the fact that back in the 90s, you know, like most surfers were rocking Rolex Submariners, which you probably think to yourself, well, that's really expensive, but not really back then. It was the tool for the job. It was meant for the water and to get thrashed and survive which surfing kind of has that effect on the human body. Right tool for the job. Right. And so it was just really interesting listening to him. And um, he talked uh, the the power as a collector. If you're a collector of anything, be able to look at something and ask yourself, self, do I need to get that? And the power of saying no to things. And I just listening to his interview, I was just like, it was very poignant because it was right before Black Friday and stuff. And listening to his interview, I was just like, wow, you know, the, here's a guy who's, you know, gonzo amount of money. But is a, is almost like a minimalist when you listen to him. Um, he also talked a little bit about, and this is something I kind of wanted to, to also bring up, is if you ever feel like you are keeping up with the Joneses, like if you go through Instagram and you see something like, oh, I've got to have that, ask yourself, self, do you have this notion that you have to have that because you got to be in the game? Like you hear this this notion a lot. I see this a lot, uh, especially in, in collecting, like to be in the game of watch collecting, you got to have at least a Rolex. Really? Because you got a Seiko and I got a Seiko and Seiko's got a lot of clout, if you ask me. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's this notion that a lot of us get into. It's almost like a lizard brain, which is like, oh, to get in the game of, of, of car collecting, I've got to have a Porsche and it's got to be a 911. It's got to be a John Cooper special, Mini Cooper. And a, why, why do you have that feeling? Is it you talking or are you being influenced? Who are the voices that are saying you have to have this in order to be able to hang? Right. And so just because of the holidays, I just wanted to throw that out. Um, 
just because it was really poignant. Anyway, take a look at that interview on Hodinky Radio as well. Um, other podcasts, Forty and Twenty. Like yes. I just mentioned them. I think those guys are cool. Even if if you're just getting into the Watch Fam, I would highly recommend them to the listening list, just because they're very easygoing, more conversational. And chicken carbonara is tasty. And chicken carbonara is tasty. <laughs> you know that that's the power of no. That's a good one. I'm going to be thinking about. You just busted that out on me. I, I wasn't did. prepared for that. And folks. Think about the power that of no that you get by saying no to a request from someone to attend a, a an event that will take a two-hour drive to get to. Th- think about saying no to a project at work <clears throat> that won't get you fired if you say no, but that someone is asking you to do. By saying no, you're saying yes to so much, including yourself. Right. Well said. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, that that all came out of listening to that one show. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there's the Ground Up show, which goes back to Matt Diavella. Uh, long form podcast, so get ready for that, like hour long plus shows. But the other one I wanted to talk about is Wild Thing. Now, Wild Thing links back here to the Pacific Northwest because it's a podcast about the pursuit of Sasquatch. Hmm. There is a, a, journal, a journalist, a uh, former, I believe, NPR, uh, I might be getting that wrong. Anyway, she found out that she has a close relation that was one of the four most uh, Sasquatchologists, uh, who was a former faculty, uh, now since deceased, former faculty of Washington State University. It is an amazing podcast and she's releasing them uh, in series. So like uh, when you're listening to it, like there's no back catalog because she's producing them once a week. Oh. Uh, they talk about the Olympic Peninsula. They talk about uh, like the science, not just like did did Sasquatch get delivered by aliens. She's looking at it from a journalist's standpoint of Sasquatch and the culture around Sasquatch here in the Pacific Northwest. Very interesting. Yeah, and a good culture reference too. Yeah, so take a look at that one. That one's that's my day, my weekly listen uh, with my wife. My wife loves that cool. uh, show. Well, she's uh, got great taste. Yeah. So so other than that, the other thing I wanted to throw out is what I'm not. Uh, I guess what I'm not watching. What are you not watching, AJ Barce? So in 2019, uh, I'm, I might be giving my notice here. Netflix, I'm looking at you. I might be canceling you. Hmm. Is is, is it? Is it, it's not them. It's it's you, or is it? Not it's you, it's them. A little bit of both. Like one, Netflix has been doing this whole psychological experiment of changing all the tiles of their artwork, mm, and so I don't yeah. know what I'm watching. The other thing is. I'd rather be playing cars with my son hmm. and it's been a time suck. And it's also 12 bucks a month. I don't really need 144 a year. Yeah. You know, like it's, I feel like it's, you know, you have to have it to stay in the game. So hmm. I'm saying no, kind of see how this all dovetails and what I'm listening to. Yep. No, I just, it's something that my wife and I've been when talking about in the last couple of months. And so we're thinking about ca- uh, cutting the cord again on even Netflix. Uh, we had Pandora w- uh, since my son was born, which was a main staple for my wife's sanity and just being at home and, you know, cooing when he was a wee baby. Well, now he's a screaming toddler. Uh, <laughs> so, so Pandora's get, get, already been cacked. I don't know. I, I'm really kind of looking at... Slowing again, slowing down a little bit more analog, and you know, I don't feel like I need to. I don't mean this in derogatory, but waste time with Netflix. Sure. Um, I'm just kind of looking at other options, whether it's music or whatever. I just reading. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm in the middle of a good book. I don't know. I just it's something that, especially in the Northwest when it's dark, we kind of get off of work, put something you know in the oven, and then immediately start binge watching the Great British Baking Show or whatever. And I don't like that habit. Yeah. And so uh, I've even ramped it up a little bit one day a week uh, when I get home. 
like even if my my wife wants to watch the Great British Baking Show, it happens to be what we're watching right now. That one day, I won't do it. I'll actually go and read a book or do something that is not just the visual babysitter for adults. Screen free time. Yeah. Very good. Along the lines of cutting the cord or the cutting the subscription, if you will. Yeah. I took a look at all of the, the annual <clears throat> and monthly applications or monthly fees that I'm paying for software applications and such. You know, I I I got I had an experience on eBay recently that kind of woke me up in in a in a splash of water to the face uh, kind of way. I I was researching a tech device, and there was one that was listed for a pretty good price. And I, uh, it, it was, you know, buy it now. And I threw down with uh, PayPal. It, the, the seller had three digits in reviews. Sure. And all the things that you're supposed to do. Yep, exactly. And the price was really, really good. That should have been a tip off for yeah. itself. And so I paid for it in PayPal and got the confirmation. And about two hours later, I received an email from eBay saying, you may have purchased something from a compromised account. Ugh. And so, Unfortunately, you know, being a, being a little bit of a knowledgeable tech, I was able to navigate this and go through PayPal to report and copy paste a lot of this information and um, you know, end resolution that that seller had ended the listing immediately after I had purchased it, closed their account, mm. and uh, took off with the money. Well, the amount of money wasn't huge, but PayPal, who of whom I paid for it refunded my money after a designated amount of time that they would allow the seller to respond to my dispute. Yeah. And so they sided with me, got the funds in my account today. So that was a three week um, wake up call. And so I'm very cautious about what I'm doing. But that also makes me wonder, do I really want to buy stuff on eBay anymore? Mm -hmm. So I'm exploring that. Plus my wife and I, as we've, uh, as I mentioned before, you know, Amazon Prime, in 2019, do we really want that? Yeah. And uh, Netflix and Hulu uh, that we currently have, considering ending those as well. And there's a good chunk of coin a month. Well, 13 bucks a month, nine bucks a month for for Hulu. Prime is 120 a year. It adds up, folks. Yeah. Take a look at what you're spending your on your entertainment budget mm-hmm. and where it's going. We're taking a hard look at some of these uh, monthly streaming content things, and is it really worth it? Yeah. So uh, along those same veins, because you're talking about tech and 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 saying no, you did say yes to something uh, recently. You had a piece of gear die on you, didn't yeah. you? Speaking yeah. of Comcast and everything uh, else, yeah. So anyway, for our for our home internet, uh, we've I've got Comcast. However, I just have I I chose to not pay an eleven dollar a month lease for their wireless box. I was able to find a compatible cable modem that did not have wireless for a pretty reasonable price. Sure. So I'm saving 12 bucks a month there. Woo-hoo! Uh, and I put it into an Apple uh, airport t- uh, base station. It's one of those white towers. Looks like a torpedo in some cases. Uh, that worked great for a couple years. And then all of a sudden, in a recent couple weekends ago, the light on, on the power light just went off. And I, got, I, I re- realized this because I was on the net and I couldn't get to another website. Hmm. Took a look at it, unplugged it, plugged it. Yeah, I did all the tech things. Did Believe, you try turning it on and off yes, again? Yes, I tried turning it on and off again. Uh, it would not power up. And I'm like, oh, you know, other outlets, et cetera, et cetera. This is, this is fr- deader than fried chicken. So <laughs> I had to come up with, you know, we kind of aren't addicted to the internet, but it is a, a valuable tool. Had a little bit of cashola from uh, various uh, dalliances. Endeavors. Yeah, endeavors. And I did a little research and... 
I was able to find, uh, I'm doing a foray into mesh networking for Mm -hmm. home wireless and specifically Google Wi-Fi. Google Wi-Fi, you can either buy a one hockey puck, uh, one round white hockey puck. I'm so glad I'm able to enunciate well today. Uh, And it covers about 1,400 square feet of a home. That should be sufficient for a lot of us, but I wanted to see what saturation was like. So I got the three pack because- You got a hockey team. I got a hockey team and I wanted overkill <laughs> saturation of wireless so I could get that brain term root quicker. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm only, I'm only serious. Uh, so I put three hockey pucks in various areas in my home and there's an app for it and I can uh, adjust things. I've been pretty impressed. And so should you be looking to either- get rid of or not lease your wireless uh, device or find another one, consider 120 bucks for a Google Wi-Fi hockey puck yeah. uh, available for your uh, wireless needs in your residence. That's cool. Yeah. So. And it, it's unfortunate, you know, Apple several years ago stated that they weren't doing network, home network infrastructure anymore. Like those were the last airports. And I want, and, and I want to take a moment now and pour one out for my Apple home base station. Really? Yeah, because I ha- it was so easy. Sure, sure. And but now- it sounds like this. It sounds like that's not the. I mean, it sounds like more and more of the vendors, Google included, mm-hmm. are. I mean, because there's an app. I'm presu- presuming. I mean, it sounds like my phone. It sounds like when you told me about it, you basically scanned a QR code yep. and it mapped everything for you, type yep. of a thing. And it did all the connection. I can create a guest network. It's very, uh, very easy. You do, uh, this is they really are going after someone who is not a professional tech. And no, I'm not talking down to those that whom you consider yourself tech illiterate. I don't like that term, folks. Yeah. You're not illiterate. Uh, you know technology. If you can yeah. power on your phone and get to you your know home technology. screen, there you go. But it's very uh, easy to use. Yeah, that, that was interesting. I, I, I hope to hear more about that. Yes. So I want to uh, ask uh, AJ Barsay, turning now to the Analog Explorer <laughs> part of our show, what's been going on with your publication, please? So the publication is out. The Skookum Edition Sold out in three days. Woohoo! Three days, huh? Yeah. yeah Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, the Scoo- I, I thank you to everybody who supported it. Uh, I was delightfully shocked. I, I'm not surprised. I was very humbled. Uh, so a lot of people have been asking me what's next because once the sold out message went out, I got a flurry of emails. Uh, and DMs on Instagram. And the Skookum edition was the signed and numbered edition. There is a regular print that was a pre-order in front of that. So there is, the the magazine itself is still coming out at the time of this recording. It is out. You can go to theanalogexplorer.com. It'll go straight to my store. And what it is, is you can purchase it through a service called Blurb. Blurb is a direct printing service. And it ships worldwide. So my friends up in Canada, hey Canada, Good day, Canada. You can finally order it because that was one of the limitations that I had is I limited the Skookum edition to here in the States because I was doing all the shipping. Does it ship in to our fans in Sri Lanka? Uh, yes. Hey, Sri Lanka. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Blurb <laughs> delivers there. But anyway, no. So that the Skookum, uh, the Skookum edition sold out. The regular edition will hit uh, the internet here now by the time you're listening to this. And should you want to order one? Of course uh, order- they do. <laughs> Line forms behind Chris Powell. I already, no, you you know, have yours. I already have mine, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I have number two, <laughs> Neener Neener, because I'm the podcast partner in crime. Uh, it's a it's a well done document. It's it's really there's a lot of care put into it. There's a lot of thought. This is a, this is a keepsake. This is something that you don't 
uh, oh, this is nice. This is great. No, this is something that you're like, wow, this is a real piece of work. Not just <laughs> I'm a, in I'm a, a good piece way. of work. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's it's yes. Uh, there's not much more I need to say about it. But so then anyway, let's wrap this up. That wraps it up for this 102nd edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us on wherever you like to listen to our podcast. Remember, if in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM, Low Power Community Radio here in the heart of the city by the Salish Sea. On that note, happy holidays, everyone. I'm AJ. And I'm Chris. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. Man, it's so good to have my voice back and actually talk uh, without being raspy. Thank you.